I know one of the things I always um, looked at in church was when after the main sermon would end, either a pastor or somebody else would come up and say, In timp ce predica fratele Cutare, am și o șapte puncte, you know? That's not what I'm trying to do right now, Julian. I'm not trying to upend him or anything. I want to add, uh, add this kind of as an epilogue, just as um, something that I personally just want to share to everybody here of why, why we even spoke about this. Um, well, you asked for it, so that's one reason. But why are we collectively talking about it, we as a church? Well, because it's relevant. I, I personally knew and know a lot of people that are attracted to the same sex. This wasn't always the case in history. My grandmother would tell me stories in Romania. She had a neighbor who was gay. He went to prison for seven years and came back. It was different times, different culture. It wasn't spoken about. It was illegal. Uh, it's 100% legal now in the United States. From a few years ago, the Supreme Court passed the law where it allowed marriage between people of the same sex. So it's very relevant for us today. So if you're wondering, you know, why are we talking about this? Or maybe you're listening to the podcast and you're saying, you know, why are these young people talking about it? Well, I'll tell you why. Because you probably know someone that falls into this category. I do. Back in my day, it was just called the LGB. And then LGBT. And then LGBTQ. And then they just put a plus at the end, you know, to capture everyone else. So, I mean, in, in my short lifetime, I've seen a lot of changes in how it was spoken about differently 20 years ago when I was, you know, coming into middle school and that, and, and up till now. Huge difference. When I was in a group, um, in, a, in a group for my school, and there were about four or five of us, it was during the time of the 2016 elections. And naturally, we started talking about politics. And the friends I were with, uh, the roommates I was with, rather, started talking about Trump and how much they don't like Trump. It's like, okay, what's new, right? Haven't heard that one before. Um, and then they were saying, uh, well, you know, even if he doesn't get elected or if he gets elected, Pence is just as bad. And I was like, oh, well, why? Like, you know, maybe I could see Trump. But like, why the vice president? Why Mike Pence? And they said, well, because he, he hates homosexuals. I said, well, I mean, hate's a strong word. Like, what do you mean by that? And he said, well, he's against them. I said, yeah, so am I. And the room just went quiet. <laughs> like, what do you mean you're against them? I'm like, well, I mean, I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with uh, the, the union uh, between uh, two men or two women. Um, this is my personal religious views. And they looked at me, and one of them said, how can you believe that? I mean, we're in the 21st century, Johnny. How can you possibly believe something like that? How can you be so intolerant? And I said, well, what's your definition of tolerance? Well, tolerance is accepting people. And I said, well, how I see this word of tolerance means I can respect you as a person, right? I treat you as a human being, but I don't accept what you stand for. I don't tolerate what you stand for. 
but I'm not going to hate or treat you in any other manner than we should treat human beings. So the definition of tolerance has changed as well. Now, if you're against something, it means that you hate that thing, um, which is not the case. It's not what Julian was saying earlier. Uh, we're not called to hate um, at all because um, unconditional love does not mean unconditional acceptance of sin. And Jesus hung out with sinners, with prostitutes. He hung out with Zacchaeus, who Julian said was the chief tax collector. Do you know how tax collectors made money? They charged people extra, and that was their income. Zacchaeus was Jewish, but he worked for the Roman Empire. He was a traitor to his own people. And his income would be charging people extra tax, and so he was hated even more. And so when Jesus went to be with him, he ate with him, he dined with him, he spoke with him. But he didn't turn a blind eye to sin. He never did. Whenever he healed people, whenever he spoke to people, he said, your faith has healed you. Go and sin no more. There's a clear line between speaking to the person, showing love, and as Julian said, sharing the gospel, sharing the love of Jesus, and tolerating the sin. There's two, diff two different things. Um, and those are things that you're going to be confronted with. And that's why this topic is especially relevant to us. Maybe you just started high school this year. Um, maybe this is your first time hearing about the topic. Maybe you've graduated high school, you're going to college. Um, you're going to have to take a stance. And there will probably be a point in time where someone will ask you, someone maybe that's homosexual will say, why do you hate me? Why do you hate me for what I believe in? And be prepared for an answer. Um, one way to think about this, well, why do you hate me for my views on it? Just because you don't agree with me. So it kind of goes both ways. But as Julian said in his stories too, um, they shouldn't be surprised by our love. They shouldn't be surprised by our love. Um, we have to show love and realize that this is something that's culturally relevant, maybe as it was never before. Maybe your parents have never talked to you about it. My parents never spoke to me about it. I brought it up one time. They became very uncomfortable, right, because it just wasn't spoken about. And so that's why we want to bring it up now and just say what the Bible says about it, clearly defining as an unnatural relationship between two people. But at the same time, uh, there was no person that was undeserving of Jesus' love. There was no person that was undeserving of Jesus' love and Jesus' time with them to show them that love. And so um, I'd like first to, to just stand as we finish this evening. Um, Lord, thank you for this wonderful evening that you've given to us and for your word that has edified us, that has moved us, that has brought us, Lord, to a greater understanding of who you are, of who your heart is, of, of what your heart is, Lord, and how we need to show love to others. God, this culture is against your word and they see us as against them and we are name called and called bigots and homophobes and whatever other word out there. Lord, you told us that this would come, and it shouldn't surprise us. You've told us that this time of persecution or of, of, of suffering for your namesake will come, and we pray that we just have the wisdom and the love to handle it in a loving manner, uh, but not to accept anything sinful, but to show love to the people around us, no matter who they are, and to lift up the name of Jesus and to honor your name with our lifestyle and with our life.
always. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.